BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Atlanta Hawks are rumored to be open to trading DeJounte Murray. We're going to talk about what the Bulls should be willing to give up to get bring DeJounte Murray to Chicago. We're also going to dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. If you choose to do so, you can also follow the show at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform. But let's get into it. DeJounte Murray. Apparently, the Hawks are open to trading DeJounte Murray. Now, I want to be clear here, right? I think sometimes when we hear that a team is open to moving a player, we confuse that with shopping, right? There's a difference between shopping a player and being open to listening to deals for a player. So that probably means that the Atlanta Hawks at this point are, you know, they 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 realize that more chance than not, the DeJounte Murray, Trey Young marriage, there is not going to work down there in Atlanta for them, which is fine. We saw it. a lot of people agree with that. There's some issues there. They did not gel together like people or like like some fans thought. Right out of all the backcourts that came together last season uh, in the offseason, I had the most faith in Trey Young and Dejounte Murray working out. I had less faith in Cleveland, and you saw how that went. Right, but considering what the Atlanta Hawks gave up for Dejounte Murray, if they see that that move may not work for them, it makes sense for them to try to recoup some assets, considering he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. And so, as we've said before, and as kind of my mindset, I've said that a lot, when it comes down to um, uh, unrestricted free agents coming up, you need to try to shop all of them, right, as far as listening to what you can get. And rather than have him leave for nothing in the offseason and leave a team that it just has not come together the way that a lot of people thought that it would, you could absolutely see the Atlanta Hawks trying to move and make a move for DeJounte Murray to bring in something back. Now, are they likely to get the... um, the three first-round picks I believe they gave up for DeJounte Murray back? Hell no. They ain't getting that back, right? But when you look at DeJounte Murray's contract, right, he's sitting to come in. Uh, uh, he has a salary, a base salary of $17.7 million, right? Uh, he has a, a, a increase that's probably going to hit there. Um, and so his deal could be upwards of $18.2 million next season. And honestly, that is a relatively fair contract when you look at the mid-level exception being $12 million, That's only $6 million above, above the mid-level exception. And DeJounte Murray is a player that is definitely going to give you production over a mid-level exception, what you expect from a mid-level exception, right? So it, it asks, right? When you look at the relationship between him and Zach, the fact that they are friends outside of just the game of basketball, and it's natural for 
uh, for people to ask, okay, can the Bulls go out there and get DeJounte Murray? Now, here's what I'm going to say. One of the more difficult things with the Bulls in any type of big-name trade is assets, right? We don't have a lot of contracts that can match up with what DeJounte Murray gets paid, right? You're looking at, at a base, maybe Alex Caruso, who makes a little over $9 million. He's make 9.4. So they get you about half of the way there, right? But then you're looking at only other players that make enough money to even get you close is Patrick Williams. I doubt that they're willing to give up Patrick Williams because of how much this front office believes and loves Patrick Williams, even for DeJounte Murray. And then you're maybe looking at uh, maybe a signing trade for Iowa DeSumo or Kobe White, right, if the Atlanta Hawks are interested in those players. But outside of that, you're not going to move Zach Ford. I don't. If the Atlanta Hawks are willing to listen to a move for DeMar DeRozan, for DeJounte Murray, maybe. But even then, I think that more than likely, probably they're going to want to hold on to, to DeMar DeRozan, but could be wrong for that. Uh, Lonzo Ball, of course, his contract would get you there. $20 million contract there. Actually, you can do that trade without adding anything else in. But again, the Atlanta Hawks, no team is trading for Lonzo Ball's contract right now, especially when the biggest part that they can get from a Lonzo Ball contract is the relief that comes in two years, whereas they can get relief from DeJounte Murray's contract immediately as of next offseason. So that's not a likely deal as well. You look at draft picks, right? The Bulls can't trade their own first-round pick until 2028 or 2029. Yeah, we can include the protections that we have on the Portland pick, but that's not guaranteed to convey, and you don't know which route the Portland Trailblazers may go, right? So, And even if it does convey, that's a, a only outside of the lottery, right? So the Bulls having the assets to get DeJounte Murray is the biggest question there. Now, if the Hawks do look at it and say, hey, give us DeMar, give us, that, uh, give us your 2029 first, we can do business because we believe DeMar is going to be able to pair next uh, uh, nicely with Trey Young, which I, I don't know if I necessarily believe that. Again, this is just me making the argument. But overall, I, don't, I just don't see the Bulls getting it done. And here's the thing. He's, a free, he's an unrestricted free agent next offseason. So why give up a ton of assets, especially if you're looking at giving up any of your young players that are, fu- are future assets when you can wait and try to sign him outright next season? Keep in mind. Even though the Bulls have not used a disabled player exception or career-ending injury exception for Lonzo yet, those options still are going to be there for the Bulls next season if they see a point guard who could be their point guard of the future and DeJounte Murray be able to come to the team. So there's enough there to say that, you know, I, I understand the interest and the Bulls should absolutely be interested. The Bulls should be taking phone calls or trying to call to see if they ha- can have the right combination that makes sense for DeJounte Murray, but I just don't necessarily see it happening being realistic. But hey, weird things have happened. Um, as we know in the NBA, if you're motivated to get a deal done, you can get it done. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But let me know down below. Do you think that the Bulls should be taking, should be calling about DeJounte Murray? Or do you think they should wait when he's an unrestricted free agent? And then what would you be willing to give up to get DeJounte Murray in a Bulls uniform? Let me know all that down below. But it's Sunday. So it's mailbag day. We got three voicemails we need to get into today. The first one, this one's from Reginald. Hey, this is Reginald from Columbus, Georgia. Uh, I got a pretty much a long question for you. It's about uh, Ben Simmons. Uh, now that Chris Paul was way from the third, do you think Ben Simmons will be that? I mean, it's pretty much over for him. He's, I don't think he's ever going to be what he was four or five years ago. Uh, but... If he gets waived, do you see anyone like taking a chance and signing him for like the bent minimum? Or do you think he's just done? He's just going to retire and go away somewhere? And lastly, 
has there ever been a player in any sport that fell off the way Ben Simmons has? I mean, he wasn't like the great two-way player. He was great defensively, really good facilitator. He could get some offers going time to time, but man, he wasn't the guy who was supposed to be the next Magic Irving to just be, you know, someone who just popped uh, over the bench. Uh, but tell me your opinion on the matter. Like, is Chris Paul done? No, Chris Paul's not done. And as much as some people have you, oh, he was terrible. He was this. He was in. He still, when he was on the court, was still one of the best point guards in the NBA. It just is what it is. Not top, not top ten at all by any stretch. Top twenty, probably. Maybe you can say top fifteen because uh, the impact. But even then, like the health probably keep you out of that. But if you're if you're adding Chris Paul, like for example, if he was to go to the Miami Heat, if he was to go to a team like that that has some young talent there as well. They're going to be able to, to say, hey, the 59 games you gave the Phoenix Suns, we'll take all 59 of those. Just try not to get hurt in the playoffs. So, no, I don't think Chris Paul's done. There are going to be teams that are absolutely interested in Chris Paul. He's going to get a deal done. Um, may not be long-term, but he's going to get a deal done for sure. It's, it's not going to be with the Bulls, but he's going to get a deal done. Now, as far as Ben Simmons, has any player in any sport ever fallen off the way that Ben Simmons has? I would say, yeah, of course. But mainly it's due because of injury, right? Usually you see players fall off. And it's because they got hurt and they just are never able to come back and be the same players that they were before. I don't think we've ever seen a fall quite like Ben Simmons, where it really seems like it's just the self-doubt. The confidence in Ben Simmons is shot. There's no confidence there at all. There's still some talent there. Yes, he's never going to be the shooter that people hope and that he would turn into. He's always going to have those faults of his game. But I think people forget, even with being a bad shooter, he was still one of the best defensive players in the league, a, a solid facilitator and still found ways to score even with his shooting limitations. He's not doing any of that anymore. So I think the, the uniqueness of the mental health aspect of it being a big part for Ben Simmons is probably unique. But I'm sorry, not that other players don't deal with mental health things, but just that how steeply he's fallen off, it's crazy. And to think, when I first started this channel uh, almost two years ago at this point, there was somebody who said the Bulls should not re-sign Zach Levine and should trade Zach for Ben Simmons straight up. Now look at how that would have worked out. But all right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Big O. What's going on? Hey, it's your boy Big O, man. Uh, this actor completely came out of left. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know, I know I've talked a few times. I'm trying to... This, this completely came out of left field. I'm, you know, I, I drive and I listen to a lot of people talk about what with myself, but don't, don't kill me for this. You know what I'm saying? This com- uh, completely hypothetical. Kill me on this, you know. Uh, I brought, I'm thinking of this because this may be one way. If it could work, probably won't. But just hypothetically speaking, if the Bulls had interest in Kyrie and Kyrie had interest in the Bulls, keyword, probably, there's probably no on both sides. But just hypothetically speaking, what the Bulls, I'm not really good on the cap, and I'm not in the position to go look, look, see if it'll work. If the Bulls wanted to sack, Jordan wants to come to the Bulls. But the thing is, keeping Boots, keeping Zach, and keeping DeMar. Would the Bulls be able to backload uh, to pay Kyrie? And we know that that's another hypothetical number, maybe. But assuming Kyrie going to get probably somewhere between 30 or whatever, we know the Bulls don't have that to just pay straight out. But if the Bulls, with DeMar coming off the book uh, next year, Alonzo uh, comes the year after that, is there a way the Bulls could backload and pay Kyrie, knowing those two contracts coming off, also knowing that it might take a sign and trade with maybe Kobe, and you probably got to throw in Caruso, your next biggest contract, to release some of that money. But is there a way in that kind of, in the, in the word, in that mix, but the Bulls can come away, adding Kyrie and keeping that big three, which would then put them in a in a one of the best teams in the East conversation with Kyrie being a and adding shooting at an elite level at 31 years of age, and he will fit the kind of win now uh, mode for the Bulls. Is there a world where the Bulls can pull that off, even if you lose a Caruso, even if you lose a Kobe White, and you're probably going to be signing back minimums. You're going to be going out trying to get defenders for cheap at that point. Just a hypothetical question. I'm not asking for this. It would be great if it could happen. Not expecting it to happen. But is there a world if these two parties wanted to make that happen? Is there a world to happen? Uh, thanks. thanks, bro. Go Bulls. All right. Big O, just to answer your question as a, as a baseline, to kind of what I said to DeJounte, if Kyrie said, I want to go to the Chicago Bulls, and the Chicago Bulls wanted Kyrie Irving and thought that's going to be the player that gets us into championship contention, there's always a way to get it done, right? We see teams that had no cap space that a free agent or a couple of free agents wanted to come there, and at that point, they just traded off their assets for pennies on the dollar just to, just to create enough cap space to sign up that player. If Kyrie wanted to come to the Bulls, and the front office, A.K. and Eversley, saw Kyrie as the piece that was going to get this team a championship, they, they could do it. They, they would find a way to do it, right? They would sell those contracts on pennies on the dollar. They would get it done. But I think into the interesting part of your, your question is if he wanted DeMar, uh, Vooch, Zach to stay here, what then would the Bulls have to sell off? 
you're looking at AAC being gone. You're looking at Patrick Williams being gone. You're looking at not re-signing Kobe White or, or, or doing a signing trade or something like that. You're looking at renouncing almost all the rights of everybody you got, and even then, that still only gets you. So he still would be taking a, a bit of a discount. Now, as far as can you backload his contract, most contracts in the NBA are backloaded. You Like the contracts like Vooch's on, those were rare where it descends over the time. Most contracts in the NBA ascend over time. So absolutely, you can give those standard, I think it's 8% increases, maybe it's 10% um, over time. And of course, he's getting paid more in the last few few years. But if they wanted to get it done, they can get it done. But the question you have to ask yourself is, how much are you gutting your team then, right? And that's the problem with man-made super teams in this modern day era. We're seeing that you don't have the bench to support it. And even though you have some great stars, you need a bench, especially to get it done in the playoffs. So, um. I, I, like I said, there's a way. I just I just hope that that doesn't happen because not to say that I, I, I'm married to a lot of the players here, but if you're talking about giving up a DeMar or a Vooch to make it happen, that's one thing, right? But if you're talking about completely gutting out your roster because that's what you would have to do, uh, I don't, I just, I don't know. And I, and it's not to shit on Kyrie, but I just don't know if that's realistic. That's my opinion. You guys can let me know what you think on that down below. But another great voicemail from Big O. Big O's been on. He's probably been the caller of the month so far. All right, let's get into this last one. This one's from Matt. Yo, hey, what's going on, man? Matt again from the A47. Um, man, this is like my third call here pretty recently, but the the, the trade mill rumors are, are never ended, man. So we got another one. Uh, we talked about the Portland one, the possibility of the Hornets one, and now the new one is the Orlando Magic. Uh, I believe it was reported by Heavy.com and Bleacher Report. Uh, the Magic would be interested in maybe letting go of the pick that the Bulls uh, gave to them in the draft lottery at number 11, I believe. Um, the trade was Zach Levine, Zach Levine only, from the Bulls for Jalen Suggs, um, Jonathan Isaac, Gary Harris. That number 11 pick that we gave to them back as well as another future first. So two firsts. Gary Harris, Jalen Suggs, and Jonathan Isaac. I've seen a couple people reporting on it. I read the article on, on Heavy and Bleacher Report that people, that Bulls fans should love this trade. I'm going to be completely honest. We need all the draft capital we can get, but I think I hate this trade. I kind of want to know what you think about it. I mean, Jalen Suggs, you know, he's had some injury issues. He looks like he could be a decent player as he matures in the league, but – you know, he's also 22 and balding and, you know, no disrespect to my follically challenged people. It's all love. But, you know, when your lead point guard's going out there 22 balding, kind of like Trey Young, I just don't trust it. It's a personal personal preference. Just making a little joke. But, you know, sometimes his game, I don't know if it'll fit with the Bulls need right now. I'm not the best shooter. Gary Harris is kind of exactly what we've always made Zach or tried to make Zach Levine out to be. Kind of more of an empty stat, like score scoring guard. Uh, never really contributed much on a winning team. Um, you know, just kind of seems like he's the player he's always been, never really progressed at all. And Jonathan Isaac, I mean, don't get me started. He, when he came into the NBA, I thought he would be great. Um, but he's worried about a lot of stuff off the court as well as his injuries. He's played, I think, the number was like 8% of the games he was been on an NBA team, which has been like the last five seasons. Like he played like 9% of his total games, some with all the injuries. So we get the two first-round picks back, but – uh, I don't know about that one. I, I don't love it. Um, tell me what you think. I know we need all the draft capital we can get, but, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Take care. All right. This trade, man, here's what I'll say. We ain't 
And first of all, this fact that that rumor trade was us giving them yet another future first, the Orlando Magic ain't getting no more first out of me or the Chicago Bulls as far as I'm concerned. Don't like that trade. Not for the 11th overall pick. If it was top three, maybe top five, maybe. But no, you're not giving up Zach Levine for pieces, uh, off-injured uh, Jonathan. I, like, you're not. You're just not doing it. And I don't see it happening. I don't see it being really realistic. And I don't really see that helping the Bulls. Yes, there's some talent here at number 11 for, for at, at number 11 to draft, but it's not talent worth giving up Zach Levine for. And even if, for the people that are the blow-it-all-uppers to get worse, that's not even worth it either, right? And this is where it gets to sometimes Bulls fans undervalue our own talent. And Zach Levine hugely, I think, suffers from that from the fan base because we see his flaws every day. But that trade with the Orlando Magic, ah, I don't like it at all. Um, some people may like it. You guys can let us know down below if you do like it, but I don't really care for that trade. I, and I understand that you can you can talk yourself into some of the pieces and Suggs and like uh, keep Mr. Magic City up off my team as well. Like I just don't really like any of those pieces from the Orlando Magic. I just don't. Like they're not bad pieces, right, per se. Like they're not terrible, but they're not pieces that really, I don't think, push the Bulls in any direction. And then a number 11 pick ain't worth, to me, giving up Zach Levine for not in this draft in some drafts yeah in this draft I ain't feeling it but hey let me know what you guys think on that one down below you may think I'm tripping on that one but that's today's Sunday daily episode of Chicago Bulls Central I know it's late it is what it is I love you guys make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bullscentralpod at gmail.com and then lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail the number to do so 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything chicago bulls related because of you guys and like i liked in every episode on go bulls love you guys see you right if you can y'all peace this has been a presentation of the break break media, media.